0: You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish Football Banter.
1: Hi, welcome to the latest episode of the Scottish Football Forums podcast for its season 12, episode 20. Uh, I'm John, I'm your host for tonight and there's no other regulars on tonight, just me. After a wee break last week, well, I had a break, uh, the other John did a podcast, so I'm delighted to be joined by Connor and Patrick from Cloudhouse. How are you doing?
0: Good, thanks, oh. mate.
2: How are you?
1: I good, I Yeah, good to have you guys on. Doing
2: good, thanks. mate. Ha- happy to be here, man. Like yes. for tip.
1: Ended up being a bit random in terms of how we arranged this podcast, because um, not <clears> long <throat> after I'd seen you guys support the theatre at St. Luke's, I met Connor at the Crown Plaza Hotel.
2: Yeah, cause I, so I do we kind of acoustic gigs there and stuff, um, and obviously, I was like, was that the week? It was the week after, I think, the the, dictator here, was, the yeah. It was maybe,
1: September weekend, yeah.
2: The next week, um, so pretty good, man. That no, was nice. It was nice to you know see somebody there that was, you know, actually kind of, you know, ever a gig because obviously that gig I kind of usually do. It's just kinda, it's very background music. Obviously, you saw yourself and yeah. Um, so it was nice to see, man see somebody that was was actually heard the the good stuff. Check Aye, you exactly. guys, eh?
0: Hanging about at the Crown Plaza. I know, <laughs> I know. I,
1: I found it a bit weird, eh? I, like, we, it was in the afternoon as well, and I was like, you know that way, like, usually there's maybe a bit of background, usually, like actual, you know, tunes on the radio or something like that? I was like, doesn't sound like it's the radio. And then I, there it was, Connor was sitting away.
2: I'm pure hidden away. <laughs> Aye. I
1: like at um, the Plaza. <laughs> so, like, for those people that don't know about Cloudhouse, describe yourselves.
2: So I'd say we're a kinda indie rock, kinda alt pop band, um, obviously from Glasgow. But all the members are all kinda from I'm I think I'm the only one in the band from Glasgow. Yep. Pat, um, originally from in uh, Aberdour, kinda Fifeway, um, and then Jack and Callum. Um, they're both from kinda Wishall and Les Mahago. Um so yeah, so we've we've been going since um since twenty nineteen, we've been going. I and mean, we were just getting cracking and then obviously kind of covid happened um but in that time we've we've released our kind of debut ep um you know we're going on tour next month and uh it's been going good man just been gigging and grinding away and that's it man
1: so see the ep itself i was curious like because a lot of bands when they're maybe kind of starting out find it hard to fund it if you don't mind me asking did you guys fund it yourself or did you get funding for it we got we got
0: um well, I say we got lucky. <laughs> I mean, the humble brag is we won a competition. So we 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 entered a an international competition called the Rootstock Online Music Festival. And if there's any sort of unsigned bands listening to this, thoroughly encourage you to look that up and get on it because that was a bit of a bit of a game changer for us. So you had to video yourself playing live, at like two two songs, and then you uploaded it to the festival, and it was just, it was a like an online vote across the world. <laughs> and um we we won we finished in, like one of the top 5 artists for 2020 uh, and the the prize money allowed us to to entirely fund that ep and a, a vinyl release which obviously like was incredible for us so i mean like the scenes and the celebrations when we when yeah. we won <laughs> We're at- three
2: music three music videos as well like with yeah you yeah know, re- really high high quality stuff like it was it was unbelievable and it was when the money came through as well, we were all just like, is this actually real? Like we couldn't, <laughs> you know, it was mad that we'd actually won it. And yeah, um, so it was pretty good. So, but apart, I mean, everything else, we completely self-fund, you know, we're, we're kind of on our own and um basically any spare penny we get, we're sticking them to the band and any money we ever make at gigs, it's just right back in. It's, it's you know, it's, we don't make obviously the same way most bands and we don't really make any money and we just stick everything in and try to make a better product every time. But that was, was an amazing you know, it was leg up a head leg up. Yeah. Totally. Oh, big time. Such a big head start. Time. We was couldn't have afforded we couldn't have afforded that without that.
1: I and quite early as well in terms of being a band as well to be able to do that.
2: 100%. Right at the big. Be- right at the beginning. It was, you know, like we say, we started just before COVID. Um and then I think that the first time we all got together again. Was when we went and did that video for for that festival. Obviously, it was a lockdown and all that. It was the first time we were kind of all hesitant to meet up at that point, but it was the it was the best thing we did. Um, it
0: it was just as I think it was like the stars totally aligned because it was like it was the day after you were allowed to meet up inside work again. So like right. we obviously were allowed to meet up and and just record these two videos. And on it's one of those things when you just think absolutely nothing of it, but you've got to try because it's, it's what if. What if we don't do this? So, I mean, it's the best thing we ever did. Like, it gave us such a head start. And, um, yeah, we need to look for another competition
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> Fun doing videos? you like doing videos for the music?
2: Well, especially those three that we did. I mean, those three for the, the first three singles that we kind of released. Um, we were down at um, Wesco Bride. And I think it was... Was it the November we did the videos, Pat? The October-November?
0: Um, yeah, it was November. And it was like and the coldest today known to man. <laughs> it
2: was freezing. And we decided as a unit that it would be a great idea if I, I went into the water. So basically, the, the, the three videos were all linked. And there was a story kind of running through, kind of theme running through them all. Um, and basically, in the, the second one, the song is kind of about... Um. You know, there was it was kind of like being lost and kind of coming back to shore, basically in the in this video. And we decided it was a great idea for me to go into the water in November time. And it was
0: <laughs> it
2: was absolutely. I mean, you did awful. get
0: like borderline hypothermia, didn't you?
2: Oh, I was so ill after it; like it was so bad. And the worst thing was was because it was so cold. The idea was I was going to sing it when it when I was kind of floating in the water, and it was so cold. <laughs> That I couldn't actually get the words out. Like, I, I could hear them shouting like "Go for it!" and I was like, "I the the words wouldn't go to my mouth like quick enough." So we didn't even get the footage. We had to go back like in the January, which was even worse. And we just <laughs> went back me and Stuart, who who directed them, and we just did it. Um, the two of us and and um my my fiance at the time we we um she came with us
0: and like it was so mad. The funniest thing about was like, in a music video, like, you're trying to look as cool and as sexy as you can, but if you could see, like, if you could see behind the scenes of, like, me trying to peel a wetsuit off Connor on a beach, <laughs> yeah. it took about 20 minutes to get him out of the wetsuit, and I was like, this is, like, the least cool we have ever looked.
2: <laughs> and they looked so good, like, in the end, they worked so yeah. well, like, it was, it was, and it was great fun. Um, but we battered them all out in the course of a day, just, like, completely... Um, rattled
1: through them the things you do for your arty eh?
2: yeah 100% actually man so bad
1: <laughs> Um we'll talk more about the music later on but obviously it's a football music special and <coughs> two of you are both Celtic fans yes yes indeed so pretty pleased with way really, the season's gone so far
0: I'm really glad we're recording this like now and not to, like eighteen months ago, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'd look so chipper if it was if we'd done this a while ago. No, nah, I'm 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 happy. Me and Connor always argue like when we watch football games together. I'm the I'm the like the optimistic football fan, and Connor's like the the, pra- the pragmatic practical oh, one. Are you
2: Okay, um, I'm always wa- I'm always wanting a wee bit more, especially from Celtic. Like I'm always wanting a wee bit more, and Pat's like hey, but what we've got is pretty good. And I'm like I know, but we could be even better than this. <laughs>
1: I, I suppose it's a that. difficult one for Celtic because obviously just now they're doing so well domestically, but still Europe, there is that struggle in terms of performances, I would say, are there. Like it's not lack of performance, it's just that kind of final well, thump we, we Absolutely taking bat- our chances.
2: We we battered Shakhtar away from home and mm-hmm. we didn't come away with three points. We gave Real Madrid a cracking first forty five and we could have scored mm-hmm. two or three. Like that that's the crazy thing. I still Against...
0: I gen- I genuinely think I genuinely think if McGregor's shot Against Real Madrid, is a centimeter inside the post and goes in, we don't lose that game. as yeah. As ridiculous as that may sound, if we go one the up. We were flying at the time. It just, mm-hmm. I don't know, but ifs and buts, isn't it? But yeah, the Shakhtar one we watched together, didn't we? And we both said, yeah. we are going to, we yeah, we're going to hate that in a few, in a few weeks, and that's exactly the way it's gone.
2: And it was the same even before Leipzig went, you know, went and scored. Obviously, we get incredibly lucky with two chopped off goals um, away against Leipzig. But, you know, at 1-1, you're thinking it's all right and then Joe Hart makes an unbelievable mistake, which I feel, that's what we was saying to Pat, I feel like always at this level, it just so disappoints me. We've always got a mistake in us. Always. Where, no matter what team it is, you know, under, under Rodgers, under Lennon, Strachan, you know, there's, there was always a mistake in us and it's just so frustrating because you see teams... Who have got similar kind of budgets to us who consistently don't make those kind of mistakes, and that just so frustrates me.
0: It's not a Celtic European season without an absolute clangor like, Howler. Mm, yeah, always. Like, I mean, I've, I think I've deleted most of them from my memory, but you just look back and you think, it, and it's always just as we've got ourselves in a promising position, there is just this inexplicable error. Like, I remember being at the Copenhagen game, I think that was under Lennon. And we yeah, would li- literally just equalize through, like Edward, like chipped a penalty, and then a minute later, just defensive lapse, game's gone two one, we're out. And it, it's just it's always as we, as we've got back into a game, or just as you sort of you're still celebrating the equalizer, it just always seems to happen. But I do think I don't know if we can keep this current team together and and go again. Either in the Europa League or the Champions League next year. it's just, there's, there's something in.
2: There is something, something about there is something yeah. about this team that is, I think, pretty special. I think it's the best football. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I had a season ticket since I was five, six years old. I've seen, you know, I mean, I used to go to, I was at every game under like the Martinelli and, and stuff like that. And this is the best football I've ever seen. It's not that I don't think it's the best team, but I think, like, in the, sorry. I don't think we've got the best individual players, i.e., you know your your and all that. But see, like as a team, it's like the best football I've seen for ever seen. At Celtic, we're just so good. We're so good. I think we're better than even under that first season Rogers. We're just so good.
0: I would disagree with you and say I think it's the best Celtic team I've ever seen. cool at their best. Wow. Mm-hmm. As That's a football a team. It's a bold it statement. Yeah, I, I, no. I can
2: see why. I can see why you'd think
0: that. I'm going to get crucified for that, but yeah, I, I do. I do think that.
1: <laughs> do you think you would be more pragmatic in Europe?
0: I think or under what? Rodgers, under
2: Rodgers, we certainly needed to be. We were pathetic under Rodgers in Europe. I mean, going toe to toe, you know, away from home with PSG, I mean, I think we get beat six one that game or five one. I think Dembele scored. In the first kind of twenty minutes, I think, oh my god! And then they just absolutely tore us apart. But I think, I don't think we need to be more pragmatic. I think under this this kind of regime and stuff like that, I just think a few mistakes that are in the team need to be taken away in the that finishing.
0: Yeah, the finishing I,
2: I, needs to be better. That's it. Because we could have won, we could have scored three or four every game. Literally, you said,
0: you said it there. I, I, I don't, I, I, definitely don't think we need to be more pragmatic. I think we've absolutely got to keep playing the way we're playing, and we've got to finish. How many? It's, it's like the oldest cliche ever. But like, whenever you, you know, I, the one that springs to mind is Jack Marcus missing that opportunity just at the end of the Shakhtar away game, and you, and it's and the commentator always says, doesn't matter who the commentator is, who the commentator is, but they always say oh, they might live to regret that and that's always that always seems to be the case especially this season but now nah, keep playing the way we're playing and we've got to finish the chances
1: yeah right. i and that, so that case I'm going to down to us taking the chances on top of your head like playing yeah. well.
2: And, and the thing is you you can't you you get punished against good good teams we don't get punished enough in this in the SBFL we don't get punished enough clearly um you know we could we, you can scrape by games and stuff like that if you're playing well but against top level opposition, and I, I don't care I don't care who it is you're playing against in Europe I, ju- I just think if you're if you're playing in Europe you, there is something about you and the teams will punish you and we've seen it throughout the years, even teams that you think oh, we'll be beating them 3-4-0, they punish us every single mm-hmm. time, and you see that with, with Rangers, you see it with you know, Aberdeen in Europe over the years um, even Hearts this season, Hearts have been absolutely hammered this season as well and yeah. um, and it's team, European teams just punishing, man. It's
1: so crazy. Aye Well, it's not been a good season for Scottish teams in Europe. I mean, you think we were all excited by the fact that there was three teams going to be in the group stages. And then, what <clears throat> well, is it between the three of them? They'd get is it two points. Two. No.
2: I think the Hearts won. Well, the won. Hearts won again. Um, Full five five points, maybe?
0: Um, yeah, four points in total, I think. Uh, but Celtics aren't out of Europe yeah, we're gonna <laughs> <Not> yet. We're going to beat Ronaldo. Yeah, there we um,
2: well we need is it we need to beat we need to beat Shakhtar to tomorrow and then, and then, and take then something to,
0: take something at Madrid. But,
2: but is it do do we need do we need Leipzig to then beat Shakhtar if we want yeah. to finish third? Is that what it is? Yeah.
0: Or we need all three of the teams to have fielded an, an eligible player. <laughs> 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 We've we'll had that before.
1: Aye, but it was Celtic, oh, was it though, nice. <laughs> it? Aye your benefits.
2: The, the, the Scion game. Scion won it?
0: Always check the always check the paperwork.
2: <laughs> Do you know? No, was it San, and and uh, Legia Warsaw as well?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happened twice. Did, did, did it happen with Sion? Did
2: it happen yeah. with Sion?
0: Yeah. Who, it did.
2: who did who did we end up playing when uh, and then and then Abias? <laughs> was it? Mar- were, well?
0: ah, it was we,
2: It was Maribor. It was Maribor. More, and I think Abias.
0: No, I think Maribor was after Legia. Was it? I don't know. Either way, we've been given. A lifeline both times and absolutely
1: made a big zero of it so so I just need to never know you never know what can happen
2: I, I I really hope we can get a victory tomorrow I think just for a wee bit of morale and obviously the weekend I think we'll be flying after the weekend's game in terms of I, I don't think you can underestimate what a win like that can do for a for a team's like confidence like we've been playing well obviously but obviously we had a few weeks kind of you no know, playing too well um, but I think the last, the last three games, the Hibs Motherwell game, then the Hearts game, we went, we weren't firing at all cylinders on Sunday, and we still scored four goals, and we should have scored another one, <laughs> yeah. and we should have had a penalty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah, with the old VAR controversy. What are you thinking of it so far then? Because it was busy at the weekend anyway.
2: Well, uh-uh. I, I mean, you were away, and I was texting Pat every two minutes, like screaming.
0: What a, I'm, podca- I'm, what a podcast to have two Celtic fans on. <laughs> I know. By the way, I'm, by I, listen,
2: I'm, I'm, it's I'm not raging. going to scream. I'm not going to scream conspiracy because it's not a conspiracy. I just don't think the referees are good enough, and I think that's the problem. I think that in the whole of Scottish football, there's still no full time. Are they? Well, there's still no full time. Oh,
1: no full time. No. It's, how it's how the same with you, the how
2: can you be a professional like that and in a in a you know we want to be a top league and our, our referees aren't even full time professionals. How can they get the best training possible if they are having to work? Because Willie Collum is an RE teacher and, you know, that's like a 95 job that he needs to go home and do other things. How is he meant to be a really good referee? And even when he goes to the European games, he gets shown up. He's embarrassing.
1: Yes. The thing I always think well is, is the assistants don't do enough to help the referees. No, I mean, you, even the first, like, before even, well,
0: yeah, before we come across as better Celtic fans, which we absolutely are, even the first Hearts penalty, which is a stonewall penalty, that shouldn't need to be checked,
2: but why like, did he, he he can't even make a decision on that. He can't. That's, that's what I mean.
0: Like that yeah. would Hearts should have had a penalty, and they did get it eventually. But like, yeah, that he should have spotted that straight away. He was in a know, really. He good was right. In, fr-
2: he was right in front of it. Anyway, yeah, and why did it take so long? I guess there's going to be teething problems, but why? How long did it take to check that? And then mm. why? Like, because you see in the Premier League, they'll get it and they'll go over and have a look. So. I don't understand why it took him so long to go look and go, yeah, I made a mistake of that.
1: I was about to... Because f- Celtic were up in attack.
2: Uh, we, I, we were already their way up.
1: So it you're going bizarre. to end up in situations whereby something like that will happen. Celtic could have scored there, and then Apsley will go back and say, well, no. Apsley had a penalty, so your goal's chopped off.
2: I know, exactly. And they see the rule that I find bizarre as well. See the second penalty when they missed it, and then it was the encroachment. <laughs> Why does a team get to retake it if your player has encroached? I, I find that a, I find that a bizarre. It happened to Rangers in the in, in the Napoli, the Napoli yes. game as well. And I was like, How are they getting he saved it twice, didn't they? Yeah. So that was amazing. But how are they getting punished for their I find that a bizarre role? Uh, I'm going
1: go today. So, so
0: I was just gonna say it's funny, like the only t- Sometimes in football, like the only time we'd ever use the word encroachment <laughs> is about someone stepping <laughs> in the box. And apparently, there's just some words and phrases that only exist in football.
1: Um, but uh, it seems as well like we've got a bit of a budget edition of ER because it came out, was it last week it announced what it was going to um, involve? So, what was it? Um, situation occurred with the referee cautions or sends off their own player or is unsure which player should be sanctioned. The VAR system will inform the referee so the situation can be reviewed before the player exits the field of play. So that's pretty sensible enough. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Then you've got uh, to assess whether a goal should be awarded or not. So I think all goals will be checked regardless of how obvious they are. Um, the role of VAR is to assist the referee in conjunction with the award or award of a penalty. Um, and that includes in the, the build-up to the penalty. And then the last one is to... Assist the referee in the case of straight red card incidents, not yellow cards nor second yellow cards. So, what, surely, if they can check a red card incident, they can check the other cards. That's bizarre. I don't really get it. I know people all complain about like the time it takes, but surely, if you're wanting to make the correct decision and have this technology helping, yeah, you're it's, here to a... to ass-
0: it's here to assist you, except
1: for when you need assisted with this. <laughs> I know that's yeah. strange. And then in Scotland, we've not even got goal line technology. as part of it.
2: Is that yeah. not included in it?
1: No. Oh, There's only those four things, which is. So we
2: Whether don't have the goal line. I didn't realize. I didn't realize that we didn't have that.
1: I thought they had the wee watch thing. All right, as far as I've made we are, we don't have the goal line technology side of things. Which seems ex-
2: excellent. That will be co- that won't be controversial at all. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. Especially if it happens,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's, it's a Celtic scoring against another team.
1: <laughs> oh my God! That's, Celtic angels. That's, that's happens, literally,
2: that's horrendous.
1: Um, my God, so you you're both in favour of Ardal? Do you think?
2: I, I am in favour. I think there's too many decisions over the years that. Um, many teams haven't got. So I'm I'm definitely in favour I get it, can I, I don't like I, I get what Andrew's saying after it. He was like, oh, it slows the game down. But if it's quicker, that's better. We don't I don't think it's ideal if we're spending four minutes to check a penalty. Um that that was terrible. Um so if it gets better, I am I'm, I'm delighted with it, man. Because then nobody can, can moan. I hate when people are like, Oh, but you you know, you got away with it, it was a lot whatever. So I'm I'm happy if um, if it helps, I'm delighted to be honest.
0: I remember when it first came in for the like, was it the 2018 World Cup, and I hated it at that World Cup because it was just so inconsistent. And like mm-hmm. anytime a ball hit your hand, it was just a penalty. In... But I think now, like watching like the Premier League in England, I'm more sort of used to it now. I think I think as football fans, like we're always like to have a bit of a moan about something that's new, and then I think we will just get used to it. But I agree with I agree with Connor, that I think it should be. And it will be, hopefully, quicker. But I think I read It'll, somewhere like in England they've got twenty-four camera they've got access to twenty-four camera angles in England. And we've got access to six. Or something ah, like it that.
1: it just comes down to budget, doesn't take cost. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So I mean it's... that so it is going to be slower.
2: I uh, I think as well, the offside, the offside thing really annoys me in terms of especially in the Premier League games that I've watched where it's like you know, somebody's offside for like a centimetre. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like, should there should there be a minimum level? Should there be like you have to be at least half a foot or something? Do you know what I mean? Because when it comes to like a toe or something and it's like the boot and it's like, well if if I've got bigger boots than another player, surely do you know what I mean? Maybe do you know what I mean? Maybe that's a wee bit harsh. I
0: quite, I quite like it. And the same way that like they use Hawkeye with tennis. Like if your shot's out, your shot's out. Like I don't mind that so much about offside. But, like, get the decision right because the goal that got chopped off for Abada, like, he was onside.
2: I don't know if he was. I, was I he thought not? he was. I thought he was. And I've now seen a line of it. But I don't know how, 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 what's the word, official that line is. I think, I don't know if it was someone just drawn and it looks slightly off. But mm. why, why did the lines not come up on the screen? That's what annoyed me. It's just, it just shows it. Just, like, shows it. Because the assistant didn't think it was off until... Or the ref didn't think it was off because he, he, he let them all the way through to score. So,
0: I don't I've, know. Just, I've just said factually wrong information on a podcast. <laughs> it's all right. Don't worry. It's going to live with me forever.
2: No, ah. I, I, thought, I thought it was on until I saw... But, I, again, like I say, I, it wasn't an official line. And they didn't show it um, on Sports Scene, like the line. You couldn't see it. So, I... I I I understand.
1: So well, we had it in the Aberdeen game. We benefit. We benefited from VAR because um, our first goal, they gave in <laughs> is offside. Oh I mean, really? I don't even know how we could even think he was offside. It was about two yards onside. Um, so we certainly benefited from it so far. Was that the one and, that he chipped in? Yeah, chipped. That, guy, was, Chip Kelly.
0: that was. I actually watched the highlights of Aberdeen game this morning, and I, like he's looked good. I, I I like the look of Aberdeen. I think. Didn't want I to think, make a good win for a while, but it's looking good now, I think.
1: Yeah, I like Goodwin. Um, I think he speaks like well. Good. And it'll take time. The amount of players we are signed, a bit like last year when Celtic under Post-Goglou. I mean, the amount of players you had to sign and had yeah. a terrible start to the season. Aberdeen have had a kind of indifferent start, but inconsistent. But sitting third in the league, play Rangers on Saturday, which would be interesting, because obviously Rangers are struggling a wee bit domestically. Is that pathetic? No, I, mean, it's, I mm. guess, I um, guess, and actually on the back of the Dundee night defeat with we got hammered four nil, we seem to stumbled upon playing 3 to the back, which is working so far, um, mm. and it's mainly because we're getting to play Mayovsky and Duke together. Duke's a good player; mm. he's kind of already a bit of a cult um in his I, early, I, early games. So,
2: see, I, I quite like Ramirez, but every time I see he's on the bench, but he doesn't. He's no. Does he not seem to be a... Uh, in kind of Goodwin's plans
1: now out of picture. Um, there was a few times last year he kind of said something. to I think social media in terms of like maybe like. implying that he didn't really particularly like Aberdeen, maybe or the area, mm-hmm. or maybe right. also his his wife or partner. Um, right. And there's been other of situations as well. And I think probably in the summer he was told, look, if another club wants you, All you're right. kind of free to go as long as it wasn't another Scottish team. Um, nothing came out, and then he's had to stay in. I suppose, fight for his place. Uh, mm-hmm. Good option to have. Mm-hmm. They do get injuries, so see what happens. I think yeah. he'll play his part. Do
2: um... you like Scales? Do you like Scales at the back?
1: Yeah, he looks good so far, yeah. I, Benches, I always it's... liked
2: Liam's skills. I thought he was decent.
1: Mm-hmm. We've here. also been playing him at centre-back, whereas I think any time we played for safety, it really was a left-back.
2: Uh, oh. He did play left-back. He scored a few goals for us as well. He scored a few He's times.
1: scored a belt in the League Cup. I think we definitely we definitely like to keep him, but uh, whether I could
2: I could see him going I could see him because I don't think he wasn't that well did he come in under Lennon?
0: Um, good question.
2: Because if he's not an Ange signing, or was he a Dermot Desmond signing? I can't remember. No, I think
0: I think, he it, at... I, think he, I think he was an Ange signing. You know, um, again I'm probably saying something that's not true, but I'm sure he
1: came in after Lennon had gone. Mm. I'm trying to remember when he signed Cross the
2: so like the same with McCarthy and the McCarthy coming in.
1: January 21.
0: January 21. Oh, so it was a Lennon signing then? It Lennon, yeah. So I'm wrong again. I'll
1: just, I'll just
0: go. Sacked.
2: <laughs> Should have yeah. sat Lennon January 21 as well. Oh yeah, that's
1: true. Uh, I suppose a lot depend maybe on what kind of fee up. maybe Celtic are looking for him because I'd imagine Celtic are hoping that he does well at Aberdeen
2: mm-hmm. and then
1: interest will be drummed up from elsewhere. Yeah, um, but there is also, as well, in the summer there was talk of Celtic being interesting in Conor Barron from us. I saw that, I remember that. Um, and he, at the moment, suppose, I was a new deal with Aberdeen. So I don't know whether that the idea of Celtic with have is they'd be trying to do some kind of deal there. Mm. Is no, he a good player? Yeah, we'll he is it? good. Yeah. He? Out, he was out injured at the start of the season. Uh, he's come back into the team, I know he's good. Um, and even as well, aside some kind of doing well, Aberdeen, anytime he's played for Scotland under 20, he's looked good. I watched Don't him well. against Belgium under 21 he didn't work out of place at all he was, I think he was man of match actually nice, uh, nice. so aye, good player from that side of things so I, you say Connor you're a season ticket holder since your age uh, what five six
2: I gave it up um, last year um, was it last year was it the Covid year I can't remember but it I gave it up just when obviously I wasn't working and stuff like that and um when there was no gigs and because obviously I just so I just kind of do gigs acoustic gigs in between um the band stuff just to kind of keep it going and obviously obviously that dried up for quite a considerable amount of time um I ended up working in the shipyards and all that for for like a a year um which was mad um so I so I I kind of gave it up then but I need to I will, I will get it back eventually it's just I just don't have the, the time because I'm I work Friday, Saturday, Sundays basically now um, just be gigging and stuff so but we watch like I say watch pretty much every game Pat and I try and watch as many games together as well um, and I, I, yeah generally I try not to miss a game even when I'm at gigs I'll be sneaking I've got like a tripod that attaches <laughs> to my, my, mic, my mic stand <laughs> try and sneak as much in as I can Um but, um, but yeah
1: there'll, there'll be a gig one time and you're, uh, you'll be playing and Celtic goes for this like really important goal and you're <laughs> like really just integrate into the song like just a big, a big screaming show or something like that get the crowd absolutely, involved man.
2: absolutely man or
0: the, or the opposite insert Celtic concede
1: I know uh, no <laughs> and the splitters come out so why it's been a good year for you guys in terms of like gigs um, what played a f- audio start of the year
2: yeah. sold it audio Thanks. in march that was our first that was our first gig of the year i think think De- it king cotton De- De-
1: may yeah we
2: played yeah we played with lucas state supported them um like Tuts. um and then we then went, um, went,
0: to, went went to brighton
2: yeah went to brighton played played a festival in brighton and then came back sold it stereo um and then we played we supported we supported big country um, and obviously supported dictator as well, so that's been kind of kind of where it's at. Um, so I quite quite an eclectic, different different taste there, going for you know audio and, and then uh, supporting big country and all that and, and dictator. So it's been it's been decent, man. It's been decent, and then obviously we go out and tour ne- um, next month for a few days, so i pretty pretty buzzing about
1: that, man. I guess what you're playing, beat generator, and the D- sticky beats in Edinburgh or the feeling. PDM yep. in and then broadcast in Glasgow as well.
2: That's it, man. Cannot wait.
1: What's been your favourite gig of the year then, so far? Good question. Ooh. Oh.
2: the The festival was pretty cool because it was our first. It was our first festival, and you know we're away together, the 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 five is and you know, um down in the van and all that and staying in like the worst hotel you could ever imagine like just the, the things the things you need to do as a van and all going out and you know after we'd finished it we were all really along to Brighton Pier and all that and on the roller coasters and forcing <laughs> for, forcing Callum onto, onto the most horrendous ride with Jack ever um, so that, that was pretty good because we just had so much fun and we are like nah this is we'd love to be doing this you know pretty much every week which would be amazing I, I think my,
0: I think my favorite was Stereo because we because of COVID, we'd never really had a chance to do like a I think ordinarily our tour would have come a lot earlier and would have celebrated the launch of the EP. But at Stereo we we got to play the vinyl edition of the EP in its entirety for the first and probably last time ever. And to be able to do that um was just such a such a great experience and, and feeling. Um and yeah, it sort of, it brought about closure, I think, to like that whole EP era, if you want to call it that, of Cloudhouse. And now we're sort of working on a lot of new stuff. That's What's you know, called,
1: cool then? Another EP or album? Think I think I, we'll...
2: I'll, I'll go in,
1: then
2: you go back. You go, yeah. I'll go first. Uh, I know, I think another EP was definitely on the cards um, and just, yeah, just getting as many new, as new songs and getting our songs to um, a different level every time. That's what I try to do. We're just trying to get better better stuff out. And we've really, I think now with the new stuff that we've done, we've certainly found, we know, we know what Cloudhouse is for us now. And I think it's pretty consistent because obviously the first few songs we'd ever released, you know, there's a bit of experimentation there and the EP was, you know, recorded with different producers and stuff like that. Um, but now we really know kind of where we're going, and I just I cannot wait to get the next phase of songs out because we 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 are listening to them. We're like, you know, we need to. We are dying to let people hear the new stuff, um, and the new single we've got coming out um, next month. That's probably the end. Would you say part of like I'm going to see like Avengers Phase One a cloud house here? Like that's <laughs> that's like it's like the end of Phase One, and we're moving into Phase Two here. And, like, we know who we are, we know where we're going, Um, and the new stuff, I think it's a cut above. But having said that, the new song we've got coming out is one we recorded in 2021, and us all listening back to it recently, and we we're like, bloody hell, I forgot, you know, that we've done this and we're really proud of this track. So I'm really excited to get that out, but also excited for the kind of next phase.
0: Yeah, I'd agree. I think um, maybe the next we're still not decided on releases in into 2023 yet but we're sitting on a bank of tunes and i think there's a couple of them that you could say we've been around for a while but after that yeah it's going to be uncharted territory for us which is great and i think i think we've been i think we're still playing catch up a little bit like post post covid in terms of releases and actually been able to record but it feels like you know we've we've got momentum Again, and it's really, really exciting.
1: So, do you guys tend to find you go, you can? Uh, I don't, not know but maybe learn better from recording more or gigging. Like what? But probably both.
2: I think there's there's stuff to be learned in both. I think every gig we're always like, oh, I wish I could do that better. I wish I did that better. And there's there's nice we learning curves. But I think um, for the recording, I think just as musicians and all that, I think we just feel a lot more comfortable as a unit and. We know, we know each other a lot more now the more we've recorded and it's just, I think what's good is the next time, because we're, we're going to record in December and I feel like we're all going to go in really excited this time rather than, oh, we're going to record I'm dead nervous, what's it going to be like but we're all like, nah, let's get in here and do what we want to do you know, really enjoying it and stuff we've been working on for a while so I'm dead excited to get back in but no, um, there's loads to be learned I think we both
1: so in, in the back of that then with the new era like being a slightly different kind of sound. Do you think?
0: What do you think, Pat? Put me on the spot. Um it's we're not we're not radically changing, right? So it's not gonna be like a metal EP as much as I'd love that. Um I think it's I, I think we're just getting better at songwriting, to be honest. And um like it's actually kind of crazy to think that after like a year of being a band i hadn't really realized that we had an ep like that yeah. that's that's quite odd i just just think about that sound reflecting on that it's the first time i've sort of thought about that um but i think now we're just because we've been rehearsing so much more we've been gigging more Together. I just think these songs that we're working on now are just maybe a little bit more mature and a lot more we're a lot more confident, I think, in what we want to sound like. So I think if we went to a studio now, we'd we'd have more of a voice as a band. Like oh, the producers we've worked with have been brilliant. But I think now we've we've got our sound sort of sussed. And yeah,
2: we know where we are now.
0: Yeah. But that's not to say we're churning out the same stuff. I think we are definitely exploring the sound, but we'll always sort of it's so hard to explain, isn't it? It's
2: so hard to it's, quantify. It's it's weird, but, like, for instance, we were rehearsing last, we, we had a kind of writing session yesterday, and we've got four or five new songs that we're really excited about, and they are all slightly different, but they all sound like Cloudhouse, and that's the funny thing we said. We were like, these are all slightly different, but there's something that just links them all together that's us, and that's just quite exciting, um, and we can bring that now to each kind of song. I think one of the things
0: we struggle with most is when people say, like, what are your influences? And we're, we're like, well, just good music. <laughs> like mm-hmm. We we don't really want to carbon copy anything. Or, yeah. And the four of us have got such different music tastes that, like, I, I think that's what makes it gel and, and work. But we always struggle when people are like, who, who's your favourite as a band? Who do you want to sound like? Because there's just so many. If we started a list, we'd all end up falling out about who.
1: Yeah, you want folk to say that's Cloudhouse as opposed to that's Cloud it sounds sound like XYZ, exactly, definitely.
0: exactly, definitely.
1: Um, from that point of view, I would say, though, from listening to you, you've gotten that for like you know, melodic and thematic tunes, even in terms of subjects that are quite difficult maybe to sing about, they're still uplifting for sure.
0: Thank Which you, for sure. It's a good quality, Appreciate that, man. Um,
1: Appreciate that, man. So, that's what, from my point of view. Um, so, apart from that, 2023, 20, what else would you say you've more got planned? More, hopefully more bigger festivals,
2: gigs. man. Yeah, hopefully festivals and gig, uh, gigs, you know, bigger support slots. We want to try and get as many good kind of support slots and just build a fan base, just play to new folk and stuff. And obviously it's great. We could, we could put on a show in Glasgow, put on a show in Fife or whatever, and we could probably, you know, pack it out and stuff, but we want to try and get more folk and more folk into us and, and, and just build. Um so yeah, so hopefully next year'll bring that and we just need to keep working away and grinding away. And I always say to the guys, I'm 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 this like I believe in like kind of manifesting and what you put out you get back. And I'm always saying to the mm-hmm. guys like we we need to just be like aiming so high because there is no other option. I am not doing anything else. And I'm always saying that to the other guys. I'm like, we're never doing anything else. This is it. This is it. We're in this now. Um I even I even got the band logo tattooed on my arm just to prove how that. much I am I am in this now. So I was like I was uh, desperate
0: to change the logo after that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but even if it did, it was it was still the principle being like, This is it, man. You know, there's no there's no way out of this band.
0: So um
1: I think a pessimistic you- pessimistic football fan, optimistic position.
0: Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's that sums good... up. Con- no one's ever summed up Connor better. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think new people in new places is the mantra for twenty twenty three. I would suggest.
1: See in terms of your drinks that kind of get arranged are or y'all doing that yourselves? Like, even when it's support slots, do you reach out to bands, or is it bands contact you? So obviously, like, okay. say, like, it's a dictator in big country. Like, it's good, a to, both, good support a slots to get. Yeah, but a bit yeah, of
2: but, but, but both. I think the for the most part. um all the gigs we've we've kind of ever put on that have been our headline, we've always done ourselves. We've never kind of had a promoter. Um obviously the Edinburgh gig, that's a promoter, um, which is that's a um, you know, a bit of a first for us in a different city with a new a new promoter that we've not worked with. They're obviously DF, obviously run Tuts yeah. and stuff like that. Um obviously the Tuts gigs, that's all been DF, but all the kind of own headline shows is all us. And then obviously, dictator. Um, you know, the guys in the in PCL reached out and big country um, were kind of passed on as a recommendation, which was was class. Um, so yeah, so just stuff like that. But um, yeah, just trying to get trying to get you know sonically um, similar gigs is obviously quite difficult, and because there's a hell of a lot of competition, obviously, yeah. um, with other bands trying to get good support slots. So. Um, yeah, just keep grinding and knocking on those doors, man.
1: The weekend on Twitter was a big uh, controversy and debate about the whole Louis Tomlinson thing. Was it the skin up I was trying to like say it was lame <coughs> that he was getting on these I fans I, supporting them? But...
2: I saw that and do you know something? See, I, I think I've, we've had this conversation before, Pat. See, me 10 years ago, you know, I'd have been like, oh, no way, man. I'd, I'd never play with somebody who's sold out or something like that. See, now I'm just like, my mindset has totally changed over the last few years. I'm just like I would just love to play music to to new people. I really don't care who it is. I honestly don't care. Um, and I think you know I've been trying um, to have a more of a an appreciation for for everything over the years. Rather than I don't I try not to slag people anymore. Maybe like when I was younger, I'd be like, "Oh, that band's rubbish." Yeah. But now I'm just like I try not to do that because I know how hard that is, and I know you know. I know how awful I would feel if somebody was like that. And that probably sounds, you know, a bit kind of cheesy, but it's true because my mindset has totally changed. But I saw that, I saw that tweet, and then I also saw all the, then, the hate that they were getting from their yeah. fans, and I also felt sorry for, for them because I was like, well, even that's terrible. Why why do people need to do that? Do you know what I mean? Um, it's a so shame it's... you don't
0: think that about referees, Connor.
2: Referees are a different breed, guys, so... It doesn't account. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's it's I think my music because Pat and I Pat and I both um do a bit of acting as well and I'm the same with that. I try not to when I go see films now films now when I go see <laughs> films now or like TV shows and that, I try not to be like, Oh, they were rubbish up because I know how hard it is. Yeah. Um and I just try to think of it in a kind of different perspective. But no, I that that was mad. And I think see time you're going to jump on somebody with a big fan base, you know, whether it be any of those guys from One Direction or, um, I'm trying to think, you know, an, an artist that causes, you know, di- d- divisions, um, you're just going to, you're just going to get arguments and I'm, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm not there for it anymore. I don't pay no, anything well. for that no
0: anymore. One,
1: no one's going to win the argument.
2: No, never, never.
1: So, so yeah, uh, pick, I... your battle, pick your battles. I think it's one of those, like, I remember, <coughs> like, I'm a lot older than you guys. In the 90s, it was, like, quite common the bands slacked off each other, but I think it was part of the, kind of, media act and all that type Aye. of thing. Whereas, but probably most in the bands sell records and all that. Whereas, by all accounts, they kind of, Larry Thompson, the bands that he's getting support of. He's actually picking them himself. It's not like he's... Man, the Snuts,
2: the Snuts supported them. Like, all was, Yeah, it was the Snuts, and then, who was the other band?
1: Was it Voodoo's?
2: I think they were there as well, and there was another another band who, God, I'd never heard of them, but I listened. I was like, they're bloody great, um and they were supporting them. Oh my God, that's going to really annoy me. um But a total genre shift, like you know, a total um bands that I would never ever have, you know, pegged for for playing me with, with, you know, that kind of act. I think
0: um, it's great. I, I honestly, I honestly think it's great, and I, th- I think it's also it's it's great for people who would go and see Louis Thompson to. Oh, absolutely to, to because then learn. they
2: can hear guitar music and they can hear oh, exactly yeah. yeah then, then
0: they get they get to hear the snuts and it brings back guitar music so like if it popularizes 100%. guitar music and bands like
1: us then we we stand to win from that like
0: 100 yeah, it's, it's
1: brilliant right exactly if you can get reach out to like all these different countries and play places that maybe you wouldn't get a chance to uh, Sc- the stage in your career then yeah why not a scottish, a- a scottish rock band like it's brilliant I know
2: it's a, it's, a, it's a bit mad. It's um aye, I feel like we're all, we're all just quick to to jump on each other, man. We're, we all have us slagging but um, you
1: know, all there for the same thing, the same goal, is not it?
2: That's yeah, it, like... man. And and I and I get it. Like it's you know, music is such a divisive thing, and I think, um, I mean, even like you know. Green Day are my favourite band, and even then, back in the nineties when they get their, you know, their major label and all that, they were labeled sellouts, and everybody was like, you know, like from the the punk scene and all that, been like, never listen to this band again, their crap, their crap. And even people like you know Johnny Rotten and all that trying to slag Green Day, even up till like a couple of years ago, he was like slagging them. Ron, ironically, um, <laughs> but like, do you know what I mean? Like, because when, when I go see Green Day, they're still the same. Still, these same musicians—they still write, you know, amazing songs, and they get to play to sixty thousand people just because they went to a big major label, and everybody in the world got to hear them. I would choose that all day long. By the way, all day long.
1: If anybody's listening, (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. Um, So, in terms of like support slots and stuff like that, who what would be the dream support slot for you, Patrick? First of all, Um, well, for me right now. It would be the nineteen
0: seventy five because uh, Connor's laughing because like he knew I was going to say that. Yeah, um, you know you
2: know my answer. So,
0: you know, yeah, it would be yeah nineteen seventy five for me would be it. That would represent a a dream come true. Like I, if you told me right now that was going to happen, although Connor and I do all the manifest in the world, I would still have to pinch myself. But that would be incredible. Um. Yeah, on a more sort of Scottish scene level, I'd love to play with like. Farison or Declan Welsh or something like that. We've we've loved them for, for ages. And I don't think we'd be writing the music we wrote if bands like that hadn't been about. So yeah, that that would signify a massive step forward for us.
1: Before our Green Day are busted. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I did read an interview where you did say that you were a busted fan when you were younger.
2: Oh yes, when i was Who wasn't? About. Oh I I think I saw them by the way when I was like eight. Um, I used to have my wee portable CD player listening to listen the year three thousand. Um, but no, I, 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 would say Green Day, obviously. Um, but I'm going to do a total self-emotion. I've signed with Green Day twice, which was the two best moments of my life. So how did that come if about? I, if I got to do that again, but with the full band to let the boys experience that, I would be insane. But no, um, so I, I went to see Green Day in uh, twenty ten, and. Uh, like I say, I believe in manifesting, and I knew that Billy Joe, uh, he, he brings up people to sing Longview, um, maybe like a verse. You know, you get a couple of lines, yeah. and so I went to my pals, and I was like, "I'm going to make this happen, I'm um, going to make this happen." And I was telling people I was like, "He's going, to I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go." And people were like, "Who's this idiot? Like, who's <laughs> what's he talking about?" And uh, I got to Longview, and. Uh, Billy Joel walked right over to me and he went do you know the words and I was like screaming <laughs> <laughs> what? going mental and he was like get your fucking ass on this stage and pulled me up and uh, just handed me the mic and went go and bear in mind I was 15 so and all my pals are all dotted about at the front and Oh, it was mad, and I went away and sang it. And I turned round after the first verse because I thought I'm getting a verse here. I'd practiced this in my bedroom enough to know that it was just a a verse. And uh, I turned round and Billy Joe was gone. He had walked off stage to go to the toilet, and Mike (laughs) Dunn And Mike just went like that to me. Keep going, keep going. And I was like, (laughs) What? You know, I was like, You're kidding me on here. And I turned round to the crowd. And at that point, I just like, <gasps> I took a breath and I couldn't, you know, it was like, oh my you God. Realize, you so realized
0: what was going on. I point.
2: realized there was, there was 10,000 people in front of me at ACCC, like it was mad. And at that point, I was like, yo, go. I was gonna, I was getting everybody to sing along. And the third verse, I, I pulled it back and, and went nuts. And uh,
1: yeah, it didn't you like... feel sorry, not just a verse.
2: Oh, I know, <laughs> I know. But even then, see, I, I mean, I, I had practiced that and I'm not kidding. I had practiced that song a thousand times. And you know, getting up there and seeing all those people, man, pfft, that that it, it's like it's, it's just a shock, it's just like it's wild. Um, so yeah, that happened and did a mad stage dive. and Billy Joe gave me his, his tie and all that, and I was pure sobbing. Um, There's a, you know
0: there a, there a YouTube video of this that folk want to go and you know, <laughs> fact check this is, oh, you, did this get is a show, you can You're find
2: definitely. it. And then, so this is the even cra- crazier part of the story is I went to see them seven years later. I went down to Leeds, drove down um, to see them. Um, I was going to see them. This that, that was the year I was going to see them at uh, Bella Houston and that got cancelled. Mind it got cancelled on the day um, because of the stage was sinking. Yeah. So for some reason, I had tickets to that already and I was like, I'm going to get tickets for Leeds. Um, so I went down. And again I said to myself I was like Jink this might happen jink, jink I could maybe do this again You know I'm talking to myself And I'm like No let's go for it I had, a, I had a weird feeling I was like maybe Maybe I'll get pulled up I don't know So I just I just believed it And believed it again And um, At the gig Right at the front And this that, a total side note um, The guy next to me uh, Was this Irish guy And he was chatting away to me And I think he knew Some of my pals And he was he was chatting away And he was like Oh you know they pull people up to sing And all that And I, I didn't say anything I was just like, Oh I know I was like Class class um, And he was like I've sang with him before And I was like Oh my god I was like Really <laughs> And I still I still didn't say anything Because I'm pa- Like I'm, I don't like saying it out, like, Even though I'm saying it on a podcast right now But I, 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 I rarely I rarely bring it up Right um, So this guy was like Oh I've sang with him And he went I sang with him in 2010 And immediately I was like Really I was like When and he was like, at Glasgow. And I went, what did you sing? And he went, "Longview." And the guy told me my story as if it was him. <laughs> and I was standing there just like this. I was like, is he trying to wind me up here? Or is he like, like, <laughs> is, is he? I couldn't decide if he was lying or they believed it. Like, I, it was so weird. It was so, so weird. Anyway, so the guys going on and, and he gets to that song again. And uh, Brother Joe's all the way over the other side of the stage and uh, having seen the video back he points at so many people he's like she knows the words he knows the words and he's pointing at all these people and he's pointing and he's walking along and he's like nap 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 and he's walking along and he walks all the way over and I mean it's a massive stage in this arena he walks all the way over to my side where Mike Dunst standing right in front of me and Billy Joe goes he looks at Mike and he goes who knows the words this guy or this guy and points to me and that guy that was chatting to me and, and Mike basically kicked towards me. Like, he was, like, not that guy. He was, like, him and kicked towards me. And Billy Joe was, like, get your ass up here and just get pulled up. And as I was getting pulled up, I was, like, stay calm this time. Stay calm and just tell Billy Joe that you love him. <laughs> like, that was my <laughs> only aim. Just tell him you love him. And uh, get pulled up, gave him a big hug, and he was just, like, go for it. And I did it again, and it was mental. And my pals threw me a soul tire. Like, I caught the soul tire, and I had the soul tire and all that, um, just singing a song. And that, because I was a bit older, I was 21, um, it was just amazing. It was just amazing. And that, that actually made me want to start a band, and I start, I tried to start a band after that. The kind of first incarnations of this, this band, um, try to get it together because of that uh, moment. It was just... The best. I realised that was a pure long-winded answer to oh, your that's question.
1: Good. That's one of the best stories <laughs> in the
2: podcast, To be honest, right? oh, mate. Honestly, it is the most crazy story, but the best, the best two moments of my life. It was just unbelievable. And
0: and you and you, Connor, then when it happened the second time. So I think Connor and I had met in between the two Green Day things, but I was aware that he had sung with Green Day like the first time initially, and then. I think, I don't know if you maybe, I think you posted it on Facebook saying like, oh my God, it happened again or something. Yeah, and I was I, like, that, I didn't know if so, it was like the memories thing on Facebook that comes up and I was like, oh yeah, uh, he did that. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. He's done it again. Like, what are the, honestly, what are the, I, I'd love to find out if there's a way you could work out the numerical. They're, <laughs>
2: astronaut, they're astronomical. Like they, mm-hmm. they are. It's, I, I, I can't it's like, even like they, they
1: not striking twice in the same place type of thing, isn't it? Literally. It, yeah, it really Literally. is. It really is. And
2: that, but that when I got out of that, I I did post that night, and I was like, you are not going to believe what has just happened to me at this gig. And I had people comment and go and say, nah, you are joking. Like, it's not happened again. And it did. And it was mental. And I phoned my mum. I, I got out, and I phoned my mum, and I was just sobbing. Like, just sobbing, just like with pure happiness. And like she, my mum knew how much Green Day meant to me. They'd like Green Day are one of those bands like I used to listen to and I, it was like I was hearing my own thoughts. Do you know what I mean? It was like you, you feel so linked to, to a band, you know, when you get a band like that. Yeah. Um and to have those two moments, man, unbelievable. Like and oh I can't I can't explain what, what that meant to me. And it feels like a fever dream. See when I watch it it doesn't seem real. It feels like fake because it is just so Crazy that it happened. Um, it's, it's so mental, and people are all people always say to me, They're like, Oh, he must have recognized you. He must have recognized they had played hundreds of gigs in that <laughs> seven year period. Thousands, like, how many gigs? Do you know what yeah, I mean?
0: Thousands, like, phew. um, imagine you know we mean? imagine
1: we play with them
2: with well, that, no man. That is the goal. That, it has that will to be happen, a, it, it, ha- a, it has to happen.
1: It'll be a fairy tale, and then you tell them the story, and it's like,
2: Oh, has to be, man. Has to be, um. But no, so I answer the question. It would be Green Day and obviously Pat was saying about the Scottish, but I think also I'd love to play with Frank Turner. Frank Turner is yeah. a, a, a massive inspiration for, for me and, and the guys as well. And I think he's he just seems like such a cool dude. Um, he added us to his own playlist.
1: I saw that, last, 73.
0: Last,
2: oh, I mm-hmm. mean, like...
0: That was one of the coolest moments of my life. Yeah. Like... Just to have an artist that you've listened to for years in, in school and grown up and see that he likes your song enough. Just tiny, tiny, tiny gesture for him, but see for us, we were Massive. made up we yeah. were made up for months. Like Aye. so yeah, super cool guy. That would be amazing yeah. to do as well.
2: I'd say uh, that and I'd also I'd also say Biffy as well. Biffy would be yeah. would be the, the goal in it, because they have just <sighs> Biffy have just done amazing things like for Scotland, That's... like you know
1: what I mean? Ah, you were saying earlier about bands that have been accused of selling out. They were one that were accused of selling out because they could not change their sound. Get signed nah, up by I mean. a big deal and it's like, well, what do you do? Like, I know. Do you want
2: to turn it turn it down and, you know, play, you know, no, nobody wants to be playing the smallest gigs for this life. You want to keep moving up. I mean, Biffy, Simon, Neal is unbelievable. He's unbelievable. So I'm still actually at
1: an airport. Oh,
2: I oh, nice.
1: He was on his way to a festival and he was, like, dead down there. Like nice. I said, I was already getting a for taken pictures and all that type of thing. He was chatting away quite the thing. Where are you off to? And you know, all that type of thing. Enjoy your awesome. weekend and you know, all that type of thing. Oh, nice guy. And I've seen him also as well, randomly, out having lunch. <laughs> nice. There's, like, a place, like, he goes nearish. I might those... go
2: there. Maybe I will uh, tell you. I'll tell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. Let's go for it. It. Let's, let's go for Let's go lunch next
1: week, John. You can introduce us. place for place for lunch. lunch.
2: Uh, A big big yeah. box of vinyl in, in this country. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, dream venue to play. What would be our dream venue to play both here?
2: For me, Hamden. Hamden.
1: Hamden, not Celtic Park. Oh, I mean, good
2: question. I mean, obviously that that I mean, obviously that would be class. But I think just to for obviously gigs. I mean, obviously there's not that many gigs at Celtic Park, and. Um, I think just I live across the hand I grew up next to it and I think um, I think playing at the national stadium for me would be unbelievable. I mean to yeah. do that, like you know, feeling like feeling just so good to be Scottish, like it would be so good. Um, Hamden, would, Hamden's number one for me, definitely.
0: I've, told the, boys, I've told the boys I'll get uh, I'll also get the logo tattooed on me if we play the Barras So for me, the Barras Seems achievable. I think we can do it. Yeah. Um but honestly, like if, if if this thing that we started from absolutely nothing led to playing a show at the Barras, like for me that's that that's honestly like a dream come true. So yeah, Barras yeah, for me cool. right now.
1: And then if slash when we play the Barras, I'll I'll reevaluate. Aye. Well the Bard's is like one of the best venues in the world. Definitely. Yeah, Hundred percent, hundred percent. That's like what when I see bars are like touring and they not playing there, they're playing the 0 Academy. l Academy is good, but it's not the bars. It's not it's not the bars, is it? Uh,
2: I remember last it.
0: year last year I saw um Connor couldn't go so like, like he gave me his ticket or something. but I was, in the space of three months, was it three months? Or something like that anyway, I saw Sam Fender at the Baras and then the Hydro. Right. And see see it was the exact same set list but see the difference in, I don't know, the sense of occasion and atmosphere. Barra's wiped
1: the floor with it. Yeah, I don't right. like the Hydro. I'm not a big fan at all. Like Even like some bands that I really, really like, I'm like, actually not going to see them there. I'm like, i like, mm-hmm. don't like it. It's a, it's a strange venue, isn't it? Aye.
0: I heard the best sound there I've ever heard last week, but uh, Bon either. like that was, oh. the, the Hydro really lent itself to that. But mm. yeah, no, the, the bar is for me, but that's the one.
1: Um, I've got loads of other questions for you uh, Best live gig you've been to?
2: Best oh, live gig man. I've been to? Yes um, I mean I'm going to say Green Day I mean Green Day um, which, this which one? Team, well I know Just this year Green Day I went to see Green Day in Dublin uh, this year and it was it were amazing I think also I'm going to look at my wall here who did that? I went to see Machine Gun Kelly last week and I did I did love that. I thought I really enjoyed that. So I'd probably see one of those two. to be this year at gigs.
0: Oh man, I I'm torn. I think uh I think in terms of ability and like just being blown away, it's probably John Mayer at Manchester. Ooh,
1: um saw goodness.
0: John Mayer at Manchester Arena and oh, he, like he just didn't sing or play a single Wrong note. It was mind-boggling. <laughs> um, the a, a close second would be nineteen seventy-five at Bella Houston, because, yeah, that, that was just crazy, absolutely brilliant.
1: Um, you spoke a wee bit about influences earlier, but who do you look up to in terms of Scottish music? Buffy, obviously, who mentioned
2: I really like Vistas as well. I'm, I'm really into them, man. Um... And I love Declan Welsh and the Decadent West. I think they are class. Pat and I went to see them at King Tuts as part of their kind of Wee Three night um, kind of stint there a few months back. And we were blown away, weren't we, Pat? It was yeah, just it was amazing.
0: That's what made the, us. The,
2: the energy he's got, man. He's so good.
0: That's what he's made us cold, want to play our. Because they played the, the, their album in full. And then that's we said to each other during the gig, it's like, we should try and do that with our EP. And that's that's where that idea was born. Like, it was brilliant. Um, no, I I I think I've mentioned like the yeah Biffy and and Favis and for me, probably be my two biggest Scottish ones. But like even see the Scottish scene just now, it's ridiculous. Like you look at a, if you look at if there's a a band like, a sizeable band playing in Glasgow and it's a local Scottish support, you know they're going to be great. Like the scene mm. is, it's just ridiculous at the moment. Yeah, there's so so many
1: good bands, man. And all so the bands many. are helping each other out as well, which is good to see.
0: Yeah, it's a nice, it's a really nice community. There's a really sense of like togetherness in it, which really
1: nice. On the back of that, why do you think Scotland has such a rich music heritage? That's from my colleague Vinny, that sometimes does the podcast.
0: Hmm. That's,
1: that's some question.
2: I, I think, I don't know, I, I, probably sounds daft, but I think, I think Scotland. Which people are just different as well. I think Scottish people we've got a we've got a different mindset and we've got a different. I I always like to think that Scottish people are like inherently good people. Like I just I, I as a as a country, I'm I'm dead proud to be Scottish. Do you know what I mean? And um really proud of where I came from and the most amazing people, I've ever met. You know I'm from I'm from Gas Milk originally. You know a housing scheme, in Glasgow and some of the most amazing people I've ever met have, have been for Gasmelt, Do you know what I mean? And just creative amazing people. Um and I I think just I don't know if maybe that, that's the right answer, but I think just being part of being Scottish like and just growing up here and all the things we've kind of been through I think that lends itself to to music and, and want to have a good time and mm-hmm. you know and I, I, I think that just lends itself to, to to this to what we've kind of got going on just now. And I yeah. think especially our generation, I think there's so many, you know, young guys and, and, and girls and all that that have have got so much to say and we've got so much to give as well, which is why I think that the scene now, like we say, is pure thriving.
0: I just I just realised I didn't mention Travis, who are one of my favourite bands of, of all time. So I'll, that's just a quick addition to your last question. But in terms of that one, I think as well, as simple as like, there's also a reason that we've got some of the best crowds in the world, right? And I think it's that. It's like you play a gig in Glasgow, like even if there's a stranger there, like they'll be so, they'll be so honest, <laughs> like they won't be afraid to tell you if they thought that you were crap, but if you were good, they'll be the first to tell you. And I think there's a real sense of like honesty in Scottish music as well. I don't think it's pretentious. No, um, oh, definitely. I think when we when we've got something to sing about it. Will sing about it, <laughs> and I, there's something really nice about that. Probably, goes back
1: sorry, John. I think it comes down to as well the fact that we're like seeing us great kind of macho type of people in the music mm-hmm. the way we express ourselves in particular yeah, in Scotland.
2: Yeah, could be, could be, man. And I think like I've seen anytime, anytime a band comes into town and you're at a gig, you know, where it's the bar, is even a Hydro as well, they're always just like they kind of get a they're pure blown away by the scottish crowd even the noise level everything we just love like just to enjoy go and enjoy that and the kind of the event it just i think it means so much to people um when they go to these events do you know what i mean people people build their life around it like
0: scott's got such a passion for the arts as well like like, we go back to like rabbi burns and like you know writers poets musicians, folk music, traditional music, like, yeah. it's all there. It's in our ancestry, it's in our blood. Uh, it's great being
1: Scottish! <laughs> uh, Freedom! Exactly. <laughs> uh, so some questions from, like, some people on Instagram. Now, I don't know if this person knows you guys or not, but Lauren on Instagram asked, can you do any decent impressions? Now, I don't know if it's directed <laughs> at either of you or whether it's, like, <laughs> see if it's, the, like, the guys in the band that are not on, then it's the question like, <laughs> shit. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> oh my god who is, who I know is the person that's decent at doing impressions
0: Connor does a great this is a football podcast right you should hear Connor's Brendan Rogers. it's unbelievable <laughs> right.
2: Pat does a great Pat does the best Billy Conley impression
0: <laughs> well do your Brendan Rogers for his Connor <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh honestly do you know so, sometimes I, I, I'll just listen to Pat doing Billy Conley and it, it actually cracks me up so much um, I'm I'm not bigging this Brendan Rogers up. It's Pat that's bigging it up, right? Because I'm probably going to make a, a mess of it. But I do like to give Pat some pep talks sometimes as Brendan Rodgers.
1: Right, okay, uh,
2: calms, me stage.
0: calms me down for gigs.
2: I calm him down. You know, I need to get I need to pure lower <laughs> my larynx here. <clears throat> Hold on, uh, maybe lower it, man, because he's got the deepest voice. <clears throat> Always say to my players. Always say to my players, Patrick. You know, it's, it's very, it's very important, Patrick. Um, say to, you know, Jamie Vardy, and, you know, James Madison, and King Power. You know, it's very important to be in a band like Cloud House. was um, so anyway. All, all the best, Patrick. All the best. <laughs> that was about rubbish. But sometimes
1: So is that because you both do like voiceover stuff? Is that is it, Patrick? You do voiceover stuff, don't you?
0: Ah uh, yeah, freelance. we we we're, we're both com- we both me and Connor know each other through like the yeah like we're, we're both actors like freelance actors so like that's how we met initially, <laughs> um, and this is where everyone listening to the podcast realizes how shite we are at acting, but um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, impressions actually like me and Connor, but like bonded over our love for Alan Partridge as well, and like we there'll be there'll be days we spend together and we at the end of the day we'll be like. We've both of us have just spoken like partridge this entire day. We've not <laughs> we've not we've not said anything in our own voice for about twelve hours. <laughs> um, but I, I'm
1: not gonna attempt to partridge this now. No. Good, I'm glad yeah. Lauren asked that question then. Uh, right, I'm not I'm raging Lauren <laughs> asked that question. like K ninety asks which country would you most like to play in? Ooh. I'd
0: love to visit Argentina. I'd love to go to South America.
2: Yeah. I they, they've got they love rock music, man. They love rock and roll in South America. Love it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm going to say Argentina.
2: Good show. I'm I'm going to say anywhere in America because I think it probably it used to be, you know, bands the Americans and all that would want to make it here and stuff like that, but I think now you need to crack America. That's when you know you've made it like big time. So I think I think going to play a gig in the States or something like that and I think that would be class. I think Madison really
1: Garden or something like that.
2: Oh, some mm. of that man, pure. Proper like Beatles, you know, what was it? Is it Yankee Stadium or something they played? Like what was that? You know, the you know the gig when you can just hear people yeah. screaming, you can't even hear the Beatles, man. Um uh, something like that would be
1: class. class. Um, I'm assuming this must be someone that knows you, Ross, on Instagram asked if you had to write a song for our uh, England or Rangers ad campaign, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs> which? <laughs> what, what, what did he say which one Rangers of England basically <laughs> so it's a music think... ad campaign and it has to be one of the two you need to pick. oh my god oh um... my
0: god thanks
2: Ross oh. wow oh I'm swaying here
0: this, I'm... Is, this is the most difficult question I've ever been asked in my entire life
2: right well here, here I'm going to decide would I rather England won the World Cup or Rangers won the Champions League. What would be worse?
1: You don't. You only gonna... write a song, It's only an ad campaign. It's not. Don't don't have them money either. Since no. no.
2: So that's that's what I'm trying. I'm trying to decide what I think would be worst. Like
1: worst case scenario.
2: Aye. So like what what what, what would I prefer? So I'm going to say England.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I I'm inclined to agree. But, but, like I've got imagine
2: imagine you wrote the campaign for. Rangers and, and they played it when they won the Champions League. I mean I, that would be that would be hilarious. But
0: yeah, I've got lots of English family and lots of English pals. And uh, so do I. I'll so I'll they write are. I'll write them a lovely tune I've got loads so... of I've got I've got loads of Rangers fans here pals, but I'm still <laughs> not writing definitely. a song for, I'm still
2: not writing a song for them but
1: <laughs> um, right, the guys from Arcade State they probably have, like, actually go to this instead of me because they've got quite a few questions for you. This is like part of our what we call slow fire questions. Not quick fire, slow fire because they've asked that long um, what's your least favourite track from your favourite artist? good yeah. question I've not It's a heard great them. question the 1975
0: least, uh... released a track on the Brief Inquiry album which is just a track narrated by Siri and I'm, I sort of listen to it and I go meh mm. um, but I don't hate it but I'd say that is my least favourite track by them. If they're listening to this and I absolutely love it, it's a stroke of genius for them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm going to say <sighs> the, the least favourite track is probably off of Green Day's last album, probably the title track of the last album, Father of All. I don't particularly like that song. And I've tried to like it, I've tried and tried and tried, but I can't
1: force myself. Oh.
0: That's
1: uh, a great question. This, this is an good one as well. If you could write <coughs> one song for your own album outside your own genre, what genre would you choose?
2: Country. Country. Go for? All day long.
1: Metal. Metal for me. Metal for you. Yeah. Um, Favourite Glasgow band under 200 capacity? Audio. <laughs> Hug and pint. Hug and pint. And who's your guilty pleasure if there's such a thing that Busted. Busted. Yep.
2: Luke Easy. Holmes. <laughs> I love listening to Luke Holmes and I love singing in his accent as well.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, right, actually, that's a football question. I bet that's a football question. Um, the other joint that does a podcast asks, What's your favorite Celtic season and why?
2: Uh, the Brendan Rodgers... um was at the was at the Invin- invincible treble season. That was I was at pretty much every game. I went to a bunch of away games. It was just unbelievable. And when we won, was that was that the season we won when Tom Roderick scores in the cup oh, against Aberdeen?
1: I, I, I was waiting for you to. Sorry, John. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, it gets Sorry, mentioned mate. a lot by Celtic fans. Don't worry about it. it used to be a I swear was... word <laughs> To be honest. <laughs>
2: Yeah, honestly, I I was sobbing. And you know, what? there's a, you hear the whistle when I said that sobbing. Um, <laughs> There's always, I, I remember, I think it was after that and I saw a thing on Twitter and somebody said, aye, but Celtic fans, they don't even, they don't even enjoy it. That was probably one of the best days of my life, man. And I was greeting, I was roaring greeting inside of Hamden and it was unbelievable. It was
1: unbelievable yeah I was playing for a different reason uh, but yeah <laughs> I'm sorry mate I'm sorry it was such a tough time to play against you guys oh, it was
2: just... 100%
1: for me actually, Patrick. yeah I mean
0: it's so hard not to say that one but there was something really I love the season where we beat Barcelona 2-1 that's still talked about and it'll be talked about until the day I die and I think I, I was there I just... that night yeah I wasn't um I was working at, I was working, I was working, as, working as a kitchen porter in a hotel in Fife like running through to the restaurant in my in my like KP Amazing. outfit to look at the score and ran about the restaurant wild when Tony Watt scored um I don't, I don't, like yeah I just look at I look back at that European season in particular with just so much joy and yeah it's
1: so hard to argue with Connors, but yeah, I'll I'll say that one for a bit of differentiation. Right, okay. Uh, dead Sea Souls asked, now, I mean, Connors already done, shared a stage with Green Day, but if you can share a state, stage where any act ever alive this band are still going, who is it what would the venue be? Oh,
0: what a question. Oh, I
1: tell any you I what. Had... So they could, be, they could be dead, they could be still about, whatever. <sighs> I tell you what,
2: with man. A band that's if I go for somebody who's not alive, right, for a bit again, bit of differentiation, I'm gonna say um Nirvana's original lineup, Kirk Cobain, man, how amazing would that be? How amazing. That would be incredible.
1: I uh, and where at what venue? Jeez.
2: They they played, I think was it was it Queen Margaret Union they played, or was it Glasgow Union they played? Um it was like one of the only times they came here. I think it was the only time they came to Scotland.
1: Aye, because yeah. I remember, I mean, I, I, this shows how old I am, I remember at school when some of the guys that I knew had tickets for a gig that was going to be at Scotland. And then obviously, wow. what happened?
2: Wow. No, I'm sure somebody, I can't remember who it is, I think it's somebody like um, see Greg Kempel and Still Game. I'm sure there's a story where he was at uni and his mate said to him, I'm going to see this band tonight. Uh, do you want to go? And he was
1: like, oh, no, I'm not going to go. And it was Nirvana. I never played in the union. How amazing mm. would that be? Oh, I wanted those like the stories that could have you, been aye, could have said, oh, I saw it. Nirvana at such a judge of place. Oh. Aye. Mad. I'm
0: I'm really struggling to give you an answer. I think um, the first one that came to my head would be I'd I'd love to I would love to be on stage with John Mayer when he played his live in LA album. Oh but, that's an album. Just purely to watch him because I would be scared that if I was playing the guitar as well, he would just—I would just look so terrible, <laughs> and I'd have the mother of all imposter imposter syndrome episodes. But
1: yeah, I'll say that I'll say being on stage for him for that. Right, okay. like um, right, where can folk find you on social media?
2: So you can yeah. find us at Cloudhouse Band on most things on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Um yeah, just Cloud house band, you'll find us and then obviously on your, your Spotify, your Apple Music, whatever you kind of find your music, you'll you'll find us. Um and if you could stream us and follow us, that would be amazing. Um because as as we say, we go on tour next month, um from the twenty fourth, twenty-sixth, third of December, and then the 9th of December. So it would be class if anybody could come and see us.
1: It would it would mean a lot. I will share all that as well in terms of the gigs and stuff at that as well. That'd be class um, being, Thank you. Oh, there's a there's a free
0: ticket for you, John, for the broadcast guys. Sh- if you fancy,
1: Sure, man. I think I've put Whatever, it, just you same night you're playing in Glasgow as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, uh, right, showstop in question. Um, best Celtic to Columbia of your lifetime. Is
0: this a joint one?
1: I would say, like, have one. You can either do a joint one between you, or you can do separate one.
0: Should we do a joint one, Connor, and just have a couple of yeah. arguments?
1: Like, yeah, cool. that'd be good. That uh, may, that'd be good listening. Arta Boric.
0: I disagree already. Forster. Who you say? Forster. <laughs> Mate, Arta
1: you, you can, Boric, man. I'll give, you,
0: I'll give you Boric. I'll give you Boric. Right, Okay.
1: That, oh, was, that, gonna, was, that was
0: like
2: that was. I, I know because I know what he's going to do. I'm going to lose further down the line here. I'm, <laughs> <get a center laughs> mid- I'm lose s-
0: saving it for something more important.
2: <laughs> when we get to centre midfield and he's going to want somebody totally left field in here, oh. I'll tell for.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Rabu, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Okay.
1: Uh, what formation right. are you going
2: to go? Do do we do that four four two? Make it easy.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that goes against all my footballing principles, but I'll, yeah, for the purpose of the podcast, let's do four forwards.
2: Inside, inside forwards, man. Yeah, um, okay. Right, right back. Or start with uh, left back.
0: Left back, Tierney.
2: Tierney, Tierney, 100%. Centre
0: half. Van Dyke's got to be one of them. Me
2: And me, for me. Not Bobo? Nah, a nah.
0: man, man. Okay, me, I'll and Van Dyke at the back is solid. Else. Right, I I, th- I think I think right back is the hardest one to do, but I'd say a gap purely because he was in the civil team. But I I think mm-hmm. right back is the problem position for this question.
2: I I would simply pick somebody who I love and who, at his peak, was was class and gave us a lot of memories. So I'd go for Lustig.
1: No, nah, I can't. Like, can I? Can I trade in my goalkeeper? I
2: get, I got, I, got, I got so What really
1: you? Would have what about Yranovic? I know he's only been there for just over a season. to a contender? Madam, are you two? Are you guys too Young for McNamara?
2: I would say McNamara over, over a guy. Like, I don't. I don't really remember a guy playing right back. If he was more further forward,
0: right, quite right, right, wing back, hundred O'Neill. Yeah. <coughs> let right. Let's let, let's see McNamara because I can't have Lustig. I, I, I'm not. I'm. Yeah. I, I didn't. Lustig was Simple. a problem player for me. <laughs> Midfield's gonna be hard. Midfield's gonna be really hard. Has Scott Brown
2: has to be in there for the memories, man? It has as to be.
0: as a leader, yes. As a as a player, as,
2: te- as, as are we going off a technical ability or just our favourite players? Just whatever
1: uh, you whatever you want. I don't think I, yeah. I
2: think I think you need Brown, don't you?
1: For
0: yeah,
2: Brown's my captain. Yeah. Brown's my okay. Captain. Okay. At his
0: yeah,
2: okay. peak. That is peak, that season under Rogers. Oh, my God.
0: This is where it gets so tough, because you've got Wanyama, you've got Key, you've got Petrov, you've got... Lambert. Moravchik.
2: I would Look. have... I'd, I'd take Petrov in centre-mid as well.
0: Yeah, I'll go Petrov. I'll give you Petrov.
2: I'd take... we we be going for Moravchik in the left?
0: Oh, I think... You. You've got Nakamura, you've got Magidi, you've got Sinclair, you've got... <laughs> This is tough.
2: I'd I'd go with in the left.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah,
2: right, and then right wing. That's so difficult. Right wing. Oh my god. Who would we play right wing?
0: It's got to be Gary McKay Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh man, McGiddy. Peak definitely
1: at all would Forrest come into the equation, or is it, he one feel, of these? We had a debate on feel, WhatsApp when he scored 100 goals. Is he considered a Celtic legend or just a really good player?
0: I feel sorry for Forrest because I think, in I think, in I think the history books can be really kind to him. but for Forrest me, is the,
2: Forrest he, is the player we wanted TN to be in terms of one club
0: loyalty. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but so, no one near no one near the player. No, ah, but he scored some big goals. No, I, I think, I, yeah, I think Forrest is a really good player that's played with us for a long time. But I love him. I love James Forrest. I think he's been great. But I'd go maybe
2: McGiddy. played left wing, but I'd, pl- I'd play him on the right as well. We can,
0: we can keep swap or oh, Nakamura. Oh man,
2: I'd have Nakamura over McGiddy. Would you? <laughs> swap, I'd, maybe I'd Mirabjic could probably play right wing, and you'd play Nakamura left. But even then.
1: They can play swap really. sides. Did Nakamura Aye. not like quite often play in the right anyway? Cotton Nak- Nakamura could have so. played
0: anywhere. He was a genius. He's retired yesterday. Yeah, he's Aye, current. He's currently right? Let's go. Let's go, Nakamura. Yeah, well, that End means no we're a from. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Larson, Larson and I, Sutton. It's got to be Sutton. I, I'd pick Sutton. Now. I'd pick Sutton. Honourable we... mention to Kyogo. Or
2: <laughs> can we get a bench? I I would have simply for. I think football and ability I'd have big like Dembele on the bench as well
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'd have Dembele on the bench I'd have
0: I'd have so... on
2: the bench I just realised we've left Yama out of the team Left Neil Lennon Pete Neil Lennon as well Oh the team as well.
0: my god we're going to get slaughtered Connor this is awful <laughs> Who's your manager? It's got, to be, Con- got to be Connor McCarry playing Brendan Rodgers
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um Managers Martin it's got to be it's got. Ah, Rogers want a double uh, invincible. Nah, Rogers for me. Martin O'Neill for me. Yeah, you I'll know go. What, I'll go Neil because he didn't. Uh, yeah, Rogers left, so yeah, let's go Neil.
2: Do you know the stories like see under like Martin? But see, see the thing is right. Martin O'Neill for me, he had the best Celtic team in thirty years, right? Um, and he also had the best backroom team. For, for Celtic for 30 years with Robertson and all that like they had really fucking top top guys in the team and that that was the difference for me between I think him and, and Rodgers I think the back in the back room team like you say you get into the European final we Celtic, we could have beat anybody at Celtic Park anybody any team in the world we could beat Celtic Park yeah look at the, see the Juventus game the 4-3 game man of
0: course oh. I, like, think, God, I think I think I think time and money has sadly changed a lot of that. But that's like, again yeah, this whole other podcast in it. But I am gonna be
1: honest, I'm gonna I'm not gonna to sleep tonight thinking about the players that we've left out of that living. No, but <laughs> but we'll probably have like telephone calls and all that messages from players like saying, Oh, you've left out me and all that. Yep. i yep. Little... just I'm, I apologize to everyone in advance. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, that's a good way to end then, I think. Good team. Nice. to be. Nice. Uh, nice. so thanks to both of you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Us. Us, um, maybe kind of try and get back on as well later on, further down the line as well. That'd be That'd
0: great. Be good, I'll
1: man. jump on and start saying I've changed my team. <laughs> 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 I we done before? We had a guest on. We, we had a guest on before. and they picked a team, and then we asked him that time if you could pick three different players to take out and put it in. Mm. And oh, do yes, that nice. type of thing. So, I um, <laughs> good luck for the upcoming tour and thank the upcoming you guys, single man. release as well. Thank you. Um,
0: Thanks. Thank you, mate.
1: Right. Cheers, guys. Cheers. All right,
0: mate. Take it easy.
2: Thanks, mate.